This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to the Winner's Lounge. Woo! It's the CHGO Bulls Post Game presented to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. <laughs> America's top rated sportsbook. <laughs> Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. That's Big Dave. He is at Bow, BNWL Sports. Bow. Our pal and producer, Joey Spathis, with us. He's at Joey Spathis. Follow him. Joey, in the bubble. You. It's Mark K. Mark Carazzola. Let's follow him on Twitter at MKHoops. We are CHGO underscore Bulls. Bulls win. Bulls win. 111-97, avenging the loss last night to these very same Toronto Raptors. Avengers 4. Uh, lots to get to tonight. Big night from Zach. Another quiet night from DeMar. More double teams. Bulls do better against the bu- double teams. Bulls do better on the glass. Lots to feel good about in tonight's game. Yeah. Mark. Kicking it to you first, buddy. Biggest takeaway from this Bulls victory tonight? Well, I mean, it turns out the Bulls are a better basketball team when they have Zach Levine. What? <laughs> I mean, I mean, sometimes we overanalyze these things. I don't necessarily mean we, as in us three here, but like just the fan base more generally. But like, I don't know. Like that, that's why I wasn't annoyed about last night's loss. And, and the, the Raptors could play the scheme that they wanted to play last night because it was literally just Demar on, on offense. As we saw last season, this isn't anything new. Teams were doing this last season to do this very DeMar-centric offense, particularly when Zach's out. It forces other guys to, to do stuff. And credit for the Raptors for putting the balls in those situations. Nurse is a, an extremely good coach. They tried to do something very similar tonight. But when you have another guy like that you can put out there, like Zach Levine, who can uh, you know score like he did tonight, 30 points when the ball rotates to off DeMar to someone like Zach, it's a very different proposition for a team like the Raptors to guard, as they found out tonight. So... Uh, a good win by the Bulls, did what they needed to do, cleaned up some of the things that they got wrong yesterday. But um, having Zach back is uh, is a privilege in that sense. Yeah, it's almost like, you know, your team is better when you've got another star. And that's I know that's <laughs> weird. I know it's weird and controversial. But you're almost better when you have another star with you. It's so crazy. Um, but the Bulls overall, before I get into Zach, overall I thought just as a team they played so much better. Um what, 52% from the field compared to the 42 from Toronto. What's wild is they shot, they shot the same exact amount of three-point shots, and mm-hmm. both teams hit the same amount of three-point shots. Both teams 9 of 28. Both 9 of 28, and they both shot the same amount of free throws tonight, 22 free throws. Um, we didn't complain as much about the referees uh, tonight as it was uh, yesterday. 
Um, but the Bulls just did a really good job overall rebounding the basketball. That was another key thing they did well tonight. 57 to 40 was the rebounding totals for the Chicago Bulls. So, yeah, as a team, and, and I'm immediately thinking of the Derrick Jones rebound where he got the offensive rebound and that mean putback. I'm thinking of the Patrick Williams rebound that Woo. he snatched and got it with the putback. Vooch was just an absolute monster on the boards tonight. He did a great job. But the full displackery of the attackery <laughs> uh, of that man, Zachary. Chris Jones in the comments, uh, piggybacking off of Dave. Zachary Attackery helped beat the Raptackery's Trappery. Yeah! That is Zachary. <laughs> I enjoyed that very much, sir. But Zach Levine was, was amazing tonight. Uh, this was the first game, and I don't know how you guys thought about it, but this was the first game I saw some of the old Zach. Mm -hmm. um, I just I didn't see him thinking as much out there. Uh, I just saw him actually just reacting, especially when he was going to the paint. Uh, Mark, when he was going to the bucket, it just seemed like he was just going. And he had a little more bounce to him. I'm not saying it's all back. He had a little different, though, kind of bounce to him uh, with these layups and with some of these dunks he had and with the way that he was attacking. Uh, he wasn't trying that drag step that that he's been trying uh, previously in those games. It was, yo, I'm going to the bucket, period. That's what's going to happen. Um, so I, I, I liked it because it lets me know that he's starting to not think about his knee as much. And maybe it is feeling better and things like that. And hopefully that trend continues uh, moving up. But the shot was just always water. <laughs> like the mm -hmm. shot was just water for Zach Levine, man. And what was that, 11 of 20? 11 of 20, 55%? four of eight from yeah. downtown. Four so that eight. tells you he was also scoring inside. Yes, correct. Which you need to see. You you need to see that, man. So he he did a really great job. The five turnovers, I mean, it just what comes with the territory. I think three Bulls had five turnovers. Yeah. Soon. Or no, he had five, Vooch had five, Io had three. Mm -hmm. Pat, uh, yeah, I mean, everybody had turnovers. Yeah, he did. Caruso that. had three, Dragos had two. But his even down because he had five assists with it. So yeah. <laughs> he broke even on it. But, yeah, just overall, Zach, Zach was the man. He was the one carrying the Bulls tonight, man, and that's always a good thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you like to see it. People in the comments talking about how Zach looks like he has a little bit more lift tonight. Uh, Buckness, AK, Justin saying, old new Zach, we are back. Um, it's, it's just nice to see, and he spoke very candidly about it when he's been asked, like, hey, it looks like you are not yourself. Yeah. Hey, have I mentioned it looks like you are not yourself? Uh, he's <laughs> been getting this question. Um, on top of the fact that he's been having to take games off to yeah. manage this knee. Yeah. And we all need to realize it's going to take some time for him to look like 100% athletic flying all over the place, Zach. Right. But even if he can't finish above the rim the way in which we've grown accustomed to seeing him do, it's nice to see him have a night like tonight where the three ball is falling, but he's also looking to get better looks at the rim and finishing yeah. at the rim. Also got to the free throw line a little bit. Uh, but, but you know, it goes back to what you were saying, Mark. He's like, yeah, obviously the, the moral of the story of tonight's game is you, you got a much better chance of winning when Zach Levine is on the floor. Yes. And they did double him at certain points, just like Nick Nurse said he was going to do pregame. But it was still mostly hounding DeMar and daring the Bulls to beat that. Yeah. And Zach was a big part of the reason why tonight they were able to beat that. Also, I don't know what about what you think, Mark, but I also think that Goran Dragic was absolutely key Woo! in tonight's victory. Uh, I believe he played a season high in minutes tonight, 25. Dave, you talked about wanting to see more of Dragic on the floor in last night's loss. Yeah. But it's just like a vet who is just calm, 
but at the same time as being call mark can make just good smart reads to help the bulls beat that raptors trap yeah definitely and i look i was kind of fearful of where this game was trending early based on how io and pat were playing and, and you know credit to, to billy i know a lot of people in the comments last night were in the uh were, you know on, on the comments within the show sort of talking about Billy and his adjustments or lack thereof and those sorts of things. Well, straight away in this game, within the first three minutes, uh, the Bulls came out flat and he made those adjustments. He, he had that quick hook for Io and, and Pat. Um, you know, Pat first and then Io. So, and then and in doing so, he like brought in Javante and Dragic, who you mentioned there. So like just having that smarts out there, it's, it's really encouraging. Dragic and, and Caruso were both plus 18 tonight. So those guys were huge off the bench. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. And like... It, it, Coming back to my earlier point, like it's just so much harder to guard the balls when you have Zach in there. Like, yeah, yeah, you can, you know, you can double Demar, and then maybe you can even throw a double at Zach, but you can't double them both on the same possession every single time because they just get killed. And the balls did a really good job tonight of getting the ball in the middle, getting the ball to the free throw line, and finding the open mat. Whether it was Vooch at the free throw line, Pat had some nice passes from the from the free throw line, even Caruso. A bit. But coming back to your point, Matt, like Dragic is just a really good and smart player, and was really helpful in this instance but uh yeah i, I just keep coming back to it like it, the raptors defense that they employ employed in this game was a little bit gimmicky in the sense that you can't do this every single time and against a team that has enough options particularly on a team that's having a, enough time to readjust and think about what they saw literally the night before we shouldn't be surprised that the bulls adjusted and found ways to beat this raptors defense so um credit to the bulls for, for, for doing some homework and, and getting the w in that sense absolutely and I, I mean, you touched on it a little bit, Dave, but can we please give this team some credit for the way they responded on the boards? You guys know me. I'm old school when it comes to what I want to see from my basketball team, and it drives me crazy when the Bulls give their opponents second-chance points yeah. because they're not doing the work on the glass. They gave the Raptors 23 offensive rebounds last night. Mm-hmm. I think the Raptors were in, like, the 30s in second-chance points. Yeah. Tonight, you look at the Raptors' total for offensive rebounds, mm. five. That's it. Mm-hmm. five that mm-hmm. is a heck of a lot better yeah. still some things that weren't cleaned up tonight like the, the turnovers the yeah. turnovers are actually even worse tonight yeah. even though that they generally speaking fared better against those doubles and traps that they were throwing out there but for the love of god thank you every time somebody in a bulls jersey grabbed a big rebound yeah. in a big moment in that game i was clapping louder than anything i clapped for tonight yeah and i think Vu set the tone early uh, in the first quarter, like, he was grabbing every single ball that was coming off that rim, man. He really did set the tone physically, too. Like, it wasn't, you know, just getting it. No, he was he was letting them know that he was there. He was imposing his his will physically on them. So, I, I like seeing that. And Derek, again, I mentioned Derek Jones Jr. before, but I really like how he played inside tonight. Um, because we we were laughing about it, like when Derrick Jones Jr. in there grabbing rebounds. Like, <laughs> I don't know if Derrick Jones can, and then he said, "Yes, I can. Yes, I can do this shit too." Uh, he did a great job with that. I mean, Dragic even had himself uh, five rebounds uh, as well, man. I, I, yeah, they just really did a great job doing that. And and DeRozan getting six rebounds. Patrick Williams another uh, five plus uh, rebound game for him. I don't know how many that is in a row, but he continually is getting those seven rebounds a game. Uh, Patrick Williams, so. He had six tonight, so uh, that's all. That's always good to see. But they did a great job. And Caruso again, you know, he mm-hmm. had eleven that, that last game. He had six again uh, tonight. So, yeah, man, they they did a really really great job of one and done. Mm-hmm. And and it was just a really great job of that. Of oh, that's it. You're done. You're finished. Thank you very much. A game kind of mentality out there rebounding. And 
again, it started with Vooch for me. Like, he just really did set that tone. I believe he played that whole first quarter, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so he really did set that tone for that team coming in, man, and let them know what they needed to do to win this game. They needed the basketball, and they needed that physical presence, man. He, he definitely provided it. At the same time, though, I think we have to we have to hit, uh, you know tip our hats to the opponent. I think sometimes we get lost in the in, into a silo a bit and just think about who or think about our own team, about what we did did wrong, what we did right, those sorts of things. But we don't also look at what the Raptors or whoever the team or whoever the opponent is like. The Raptors are kind of designed to be a really problematic team to go up against defensively, or at least like if you're the offense. Like this team is just. I mean, I love watching the Raptors because they literally just send out a million guys who are six foot eight and just build like tanks. So for us, like I get scared watching them, let alone playing against them. So I, I just can't, I can't imagine what it is actually like to try to score on these guys. So the fact that the Bulls were able to take away the rebounding, that, that that's important to to note. Obviously, we talked about how they adjusted with Zach being in the lineup offensively, which helped help ultimately helped the, the entire aspect of that. But you can't take everything away. I guess is my point. So whilst the Bulls cleaned up the the rebounding, yes, it's annoying that they still forced 21 turnovers or had 21 turnovers, but this Raptors team, like, give them credit. They're good. This is what they're designed to do. They're big, they're long, they're athletic. They're going to get their hands in the lanes. Like, the Bulls probably could have had, like, 30 turnovers. I counted, like, at least 5 to 10 uh, passes that had, that were deflected, but the, somehow the Bulls managed to get their hands back on the ball. So it could have been even worse on the turnovers front. But I guess my point is, at the same time, we need to recognize the Bulls are playing a good team a team who is designed to, you know, create havoc in the half-court situations. And I thought the Bulls actually did a better job tonight of getting out in transition, which sort of took them away of playing in the half-court, which meant they weren't going to get killed in the half-court. Right. very DeMar-centric. So that kind of enabled that. And, and that's why Javante and Dragic were really helpful in that first quarter period where they sort of energized the team again and then they didn't get necessarily stuck in the half-court. And, and, and it's funny, Mark, because everything you were talking about uh, as far as giving them the Raptors their flowers, is exactly what we were doing yesterday. Like, giving them their flowers and talking about how good this team is, how much fun they are to watch. And you know me, you know how much I love watching them, man. I yeah. talk about it all the time, how much I love watching the Raptors play um, because they're so smart and they're so Unless well they're coached. playing against our Bulls exactly. and then you hate it. Then I can't stand to watch it, but it's still fun to watch because I yeah. talked about it yesterday because I'm like, they're so well coached and they always yeah. make the right pass and they always do the right thing. And you see it every time they play. You know what I mean? Like every, everything you said, Mark, is everything I was echoing y- yesterday. And I was, and I still feel that same way today. Uh, watching them play, it just didn't work out for them as well because they had a lot of turnovers. And credit the Bulls with some of that defense for sure. But yeah, they had a lot of turnovers as well. Uh, and a lot of those shots didn't fall. I don't think Scotty Barnes played well in either game. Right. Um. But yeah, they. But I love watching them play. They're just all arms and elbows. And everybody's tall and lanky, and everybody can switch, and everybody can run. You know what I mean? It just, it's just a fun team to watch. It really is, man. I really enjoy watching them. Um, yeah. And, and one, you know, one of five go teams ahead, Mark. in the East that have a winning record. Like, yeah. and, and again, getting some perspective. Like, I know the Bulls are six and six right now, and maybe they could be a little bit better. I think they should at least be eight and four. But at the same time, if we take a step back, there's only five teams in the East at the moment who have a winning record. One of those teams being the Raptors, who we just played. So the East right now is tough. There's maybe some yeah. teams overperforming. There's some teams underperforming. Maybe the Bulls could have a few extra wins. Um, but at the same time, I think we sort of like, again, acknowledging the opposition, like the East is tough. We knew this coming into the season that, that the Bulls would be around fourth, a 500 team. I think we all sort of 
suggested as much. I think Matt and you and Will were like 42 wins, something like that. Me and mm-hmm. Dave were at 44. So like this isn't far from what we were expecting, particularly right. no. I actually think the Bulls have been really good considering their lineup changes and rotations have been changing every single game, it feels like. Yep. Still no yeah. Drummond, still no Kobe. Obviously, Zach's been in and out. No Lonzo. So for the team to actually be 6-6 six and six against a really competitive Eastern Conference, which, like I said, only five teams have a winning record, right? I'm kind of comfortable where things are at right now. I, I know some people are... Maybe you don't feel the same, but I think the Bulls have been pretty good through through two, 12 games at least. And, and not to mention the fact that not only has the schedule as far as opponents been challenging, but this was the 12th game tonight already. Um, yeah. Lots of teams, most teams in the NBA have played fewer than 12. Yeah. Some significantly fewer than 12. And the Bulls have had, they started with back-to-backs the first weekend of the season friday saturday they had another friday saturday back to back the following week this past weekend that was friday off saturday played sunday but oh sunday monday was a back-to-back tonight's game was the end of a stretch where they played five games in seven nights Mm. so yeah six and six is an ideal and i agree with you mark you could be looking at a team with maybe what should be seven or eight wins if they don't let some of those uh losses slip away but Six. I'll, I will take six and six right now, given what has what's you know been thrown at them so far this season between the schedule and the guys who have been out. Um, real quick though, before we take a break, I just wanted to go back and reiterate what you were saying, Mark. When it comes to Demar willingly, kind of acknowledging, hey, tonight with this team, this Raptors defense, it's not me. It's not a slow crawling half court offense that's methodically me getting to my spots. Mm-hmm. And the Bulls picked up the pace a little bit. And it like it that's all you need to beat a trap defense like this. Like you said, it's gimmicky. It's not impossible to beat. It's actually fairly competent yeah. if you just guys have have guys who can pass their way out of it and then make the right reads. What was one of the other things I was complaining about in pregame, Dave, about last night's performance is they got absolutely slaughtered points in the paint. Yeah. 62 to 38 tonight. Sure, yeah. It was a narrow margin, but the Bulls won points in the paint. Yeah. How do they win points in the paint? Not by a slow plotting half-court offense. No, by getting good looks because guys are moving off the ball trying to beat a trap-heavy defensive scheme. Yes, and it was fun to see. And, and you just were worried about that coming in because, like you said, it was like, what the hell? Like, how can't you break this? You dealt with this last year. We know how to break this. You know, we learned later in that year last year how to break it. And you saw them do it. And I like the fact that they did it in two ways. Or actually, early on, they did it in two ways. One was basically getting it to Vooch, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and letting him facilitate like that. But I love when what I tell you what, when they put Patrick Williams in the mini Vooch role and they were doing it with him as well. And he was at the top of the key, and he was finding the, the uh, yeah. open ball handlers. Did you see that one swing pass from Pat in particular, Mark? I'm sure yeah. you made note of it. <laughs> To to the uh, into the corner for the IO three is that yes. what you're referencing? Yeah, yeah, I made I made a mental note about that. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, Vooch and Pat from a passing point of view was really good. But I think another thing that and to to piggyback what you're saying here, Dave, I think like the the, the other guys like Caruso, IO, uh, you know, even Javante and Derek Jones Jr. Like yesterday against the Raptors, they were caught, sort of catching the ball, waiting a split second to analyze what was happening with right. what the defense was giving them, and then making right. their move. Whereas tonight. Again, not not a surprise given that the team sort of got to see what the, the Raptors were doing yesterday, got to you know think about it, got to adjust. But they were much more quicker in in their response to the defense. As soon as Demar got trapped, the ball went to the middle. As soon as the ball went to the middle, those guys were ready to catch the ball. And as soon as they got the ball, they're either shooting, dribbling, or you know passing. They're making a quick affirmative read in that sense. Whereas yesterday it was a bit a bit slower. So like there was plays even tonight from Javante where he was the open guy catching on the wing and he was putting the ball on the deck and. 
you know, he was driving and creating with his own pass. I think he had two or three right. assists tonight, if I'm not mistaken. And he, he had an amazing assist, I think, to, uh, into that same corner that I shot a three uh, for Zach. He had a, you know, assisted Zach on that three-point make. So, like, everyone around them kind of figured out, maybe not necessarily in real time yesterday, but after after yesterday, they figured out how to beat this defense. And like I said, it is gimmicky. It is very easy to beat. It's maybe a shock to the system initially, and, and we saw that last night. The Bulls didn't really cope on it. Uh, cope with it yesterday, but they figured it out. So, you know, credit to them. And and it also unleashes and unlocks the thing I love the most, which is the catch-and-shoot Zach. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're running yeah. that and you unleash that that part of his game, which I think is probably, honestly, probably his most deadly part of his game is when he's catching and shooting the basketball. When you can unlock that as well, watch out. Indeed. Uh, all right, we got to take our first break here. Plenty more of thoughts from tonight's win over the Raptors and more of your comments as well. Keep them coming. Throw us some Super Chats if you feel like it. Awesome. And while we're reading some ads, uh, do us a favor. Hit that thumbs up button. 200-plus mm-hmm. hanging out on YouTube tonight. Thank every single one of you for being here. Let's get that number next to that thumb. Hey, Toronto. To 200. Um, real quick, I, I did mention uh, uh, during pregame uh, that – Everybody should be having tons of fun on DraftKings tonight they should. because the NBA has 15 games going on. It has exploded. Uh, we discussed uh, the the solid game we saw from him tonight. He is officially your DraftKings king of the night. <gasps> it is Zachary. Dave, how does that go? Zachary, <laughs> attackery. And tonight, it was on full displackery. Full displackery. <laughs> DraftKings king of the game, Zach Levine. 30 points, four of seven from downtown. 11 of 20 from the field, five yes. dimes. Yes. My goodness. Crown looks nice on you, bro. It was. Uh, and saw this from Casey Johnson via Bulls PR real quick. 30 okay. second time, Levine has posted 30 and five dimes in the same game for the Bulls. Third all time in Bulls franchise history behind our guy D. Rose, uh-huh. who did it 40 times. That's, that's a lot. And MJ... <laughs> Mark, care to venture a guess? I already had Dave guess. How many times did MJ put up 30 and 5 assists? Is it like 300 and something or 200 and something? I saw Casey's tweet earlier. It's it's 303. (laughs) Michael Jordan did it 303 times. Ghost. (laughs) It's so ridiculous. (laughs) Craziness. But yeah, all y'all keep having fun. Well, there's there's still some live bet action you can do right now on these late West Coast NBA games. Right so head on over to DraftKings. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what goes great with uh, putting some bets in, some parlays in? What does that go, Matt? Delicious sausages. Oh. Shout out to Green Ridge Farm, who brought all of the necessary foods to our CHO Bears tailgate yesterday. Joey, did you enjoy the Green Ridge Farm sausages? Loved. Loved them. always. Loved. Everyone loves Green Ridge Farm sausages. Mm. Uh, Green Ridge Farm, Chicago local meat and cheese company, offering a better all-natural option at snack time. Makers of all-natural deli meat sausages and their famous meat snick, uh, meat sticks. That's meat snicks. Yeah. <laughs> it's meat you eat while you're watching snick. Perfect for tailgating, happy hour, school lunches. With 16 grams of protein packed into every meat stick, it makes a per- perfect post-workout snack, too. Right there with your athletic greens, Mark. Pow. These all-natural meat sticks are hardwood smoked for eight hours. If you haven't tried them yet, seriously, y'all, you're missing out. Mm-hmm. And right now, when you order any three meat products at GreenRidgeFarm.com and include a pack of meat sticks in your cart, mm-hmm. those meat sticks will be free <gasps> simply by using promo code CHGO at checkout. Amazing. And for all of you local people tuning in, Bulls fans, 
that live in the city, in the burbs. You can also find Green Ridge Farm products at Costco, at Sam's Club, or in your local Chicagoland grocery stores. Mm. One more time, that's promo code CHGO mm. for some free meat sticks. And check out GreenRidgeFarm.com. Oh, I like that. You know how Zach got his, what, 32, mm. 30 and 5? Mm-hmm. You know why? Because he probably had his 75. Mm. High-quality vitamins, <laughs> minerals, and whole foods or superfoods, probiotics, <laughs> and sweet Lord in heaven all the way down to Australia where Marquette is. The adaptogens. Oh, they all help you start your day correctly. That's right. It's Athletic Greens, y'all. That special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and your aging. All the things that your body needs. It costs less than $3 a day. It's cheaper than getting all the supplements yourself. You're investing in the all-in-one nutritional insurance. Vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free. Contains less than one gram of sugar. No GMOs. No nasty chemicals or artificial Anything. Anything? Anything. And it does all this while still tasting amazing. You know what I'd like to do, what I've started doing with Athletic Greens? What's that? I put it in my smoothie now. Ooh. So I add that to the smoothie as well, blend that up, shoot it, kaboot it, and feeling good. This man is a genius, people. You can do anything with it, y'all. You can do it with the Athletic Greens. Stealing that. Yeah. Go ahead. Please, please, please (laughs) take that. More fruits in your body. Yes. Do this. All day long. And to make it easy, y'all, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of that immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com. Slash. C-H-G-O Bulls. Again, that's athleticgreens.com. Slash. C-H-G-O Bulls to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance because it's Athletic Greens. You scoop it. You dump it. You shake it. You drink it, Matt Peck. You feel it. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. Whoa. All right. Got a little goosebumps there. Whoa. Feel it. All right. I feel it. Wow. All right. I, I, maybe the thing I'm most proud of in my life. Cable <laughs> giving this unshakable man goosebumps. People in the comments pointing out Michael Jordan, pretty good at basketball. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> From what I've heard, Mark, you heard this rumor? Mark, Michael Jordan being good at basketball? <laughs> He could play. He was good. Play, yeah. <laughs> he was a solid, solid guy. Yeah. He wasn't bad. Pretty good. Marquez, I forgot to ask you, man. What were you eating? What, what were you eating on, man? <laughs> wow. I mean, when you were reading that Green Range Farms ad, I, I, I don't know if you know this yet, Matthew, but I've, I've actually gone vegetarian. So just yeah! before you were coming on. <laughs> <laughs> Joey, where is my hat Yes! 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 The Bulls won tonight. I didn't think we needed it. Didn't think I was going to need my hat bucket on a Bulls victory. That's one for our side. Woo! I don't know if you you guys can see it, but I was eating a um, a, a chickpea, edamame, and uh, what else is in here? Uh, Quinoa salad. Oh! Talk that talk! Someone before was asking in the comments, am I chewing on tobacco? No, I've actually got some quinoa stuck in between my teeth. That's why I've been uh, <laughs> <laughs> trying to get it out. But, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, where, where is the hat bucket, Joey? No, no hat bucket tonight? Didn't have it happening? Well, no. I didn't think we needed one because the Bulls won. I didn't know that. It was a fair that assumption that he didn't fair, think I would need a hat bucket because I was in a good mood. Bulls on. won. But I'll, come on. <laughs> Mark. Sorry, man. Admitting his vegetarianism. 
Good mood ruined. Oh. I'm mostly, you know what? It's fine. I'm, I'm over it. I just feel bad for you, buddy. I feel great for hey, you, man. More, Missing more out on the best you. parts of life. Be about. That's right. More for you, Matt. I promise that I will keep this between us and not tell our friends at Green Ridge Farm <laughs> that you went vegetarian. I got enough dealing with this guy over here every yeah. freaking day. Yeah, every day. <laughs> um. <laughs> Bugner saying Matt eats enough meat to make up for the rest of the squad going full vegetarian. This is true. There's a chance you're accurate. <laughs> this is true. Uh, real quick, guys, before we continue analyzing tonight's game, I did want to make note of this. I saw some people talking about it in the comments. There was another Bulls legend, not MJ, but a different one, who was at the game tonight. He was. Joey, do you have that picture that I threw in our Bulls slack that you could pull up? Um, by the way, shout out to our guy Ricky O'Donnell of SB Nation, uh, Bulls coverage legend, for this great caption. So he saw this on Joe Keem's Instagram mm -hmm. uh, and screenshotted it and put it up on his Twitter feed with the caption, Dream, Dream Blunt, Blunt Rotation. rotation. Yeah. I tell you what, man, I, I'm not a big blunt smoker, Yeah, but boy, if I had an opportunity to yes. burn one down with Kukoc, yeah. the waiter, and Joe Keem... I am there. I think whatever they were roll, rolling up, you would be down. I, I dude, think you'd be in. Right. Just because it's Joe Kim, no, and Tony. They, like, they could roll up some, like, stale cockroach carcasses into, a, <laughs> into, some, you know, right. into some blunt wraps. All right. And if it was Joe Kim and Tony and they were like, hey, smoke this, man, I'd be like, yes, sir. <laughs> and yes, sir. <laughs> Who got Salida? <laughs> like, Guys, you know what? Just quit. <laughs> Sorry. Just uh, can't do that. But. I don't eat meat. Can't smoke it either. Joe so. Keem <laughs> at the Miami game, game one. Yeah. At the game tonight. Yeah. Joe Keem has to go to all the games. When Joe Keem goes, Bulls win. 2-0. Simple. Joe Keem is 2-0. All right. All right. That's a pretty good record. Let's keep that going, man. Let's keep it going. I like it. I like it, Matt. Uh, speaking of keeping it going, Mark, what did you take away from Pat's night tonight? Just 25 minutes. You talked about how... You know, he got the quick hook from Billy, mm -hmm. like, you know, three minutes in, not even three minutes into that first quarter. Yeah. I think he responded well after that and yeah. had a good stretch later in the first half. Yeah. But kind of just another up and down game from Pat. Some good, some bad. What did you make of it? Yeah, look, I actually thought he was fine. Um, I was actually concerned, to be honest with you. Like when, when he got that quick hook, I made a note of that in the first quarter. I was like, all right, cool. Now let's see how you respond. Because, again, Pat from earlier in the season, Pat from last season, probably goes in his shell, probably chills in the corner, probably does nothing, to be honest with you. But we didn't get that tonight. Like, Pat came back out, did some things. He was still uh, getting involved as a role man in, in pick and roll. Still getting on the glass, as you mentioned, Dave. Six rebounds, three of them being offensive. So, 10 points, six rebounds, two assists. We, we talked about the passing before. He got into that position at the free throw line and was acting as that facilitator like Fuchs, you know, consistently does. Pat was finding himself in that role as well. Mm -hmm. So he was putting him in situation or putting himself rather in situations where he was impacting the game. So again, like very similar to last night where Pat got stuffed in that first quarter by, um, uh, what's his name? Coloco. He got Coloco. absolutely destroyed by those block shots, but he kept coming. He kept coming. He kept trying to dunk. He kept trying to drive. I like that. And same thing tonight. Like he didn't necessarily have it in that first stint. Could have gone into his shell. Could have easily gone in back into that Bogans role if, uh, if, if for whatever reason, Billy thought that was necessary. But he kept playing him because Pat was doing stuff. So not his best night. Up and down, sure. Still did some stuff. Still found ways to impact the game. And again, good signs for the for the, for the Bulls and Pat more generally because 
He's finding ways to impact things. He's still staying at it. And despite, you know, getting blocked like yesterday or getting blocked up by the, in this instance by Billy in terms of his minutes uh, in that first stint, like he just went, kept coming after it. So I actually thought it was a good game from that perspective, uh, actually a positive from um, Pat in that regard. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with that. I thought I thought he played really solidly. I mean, the best compliment I could, I could give him is um, I'm not I'm, I'm forgetting that he's out there sometimes. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, because he's just doing what he's supposed to do. Like, I'm not keying in on him like I always was. You know what I'm saying? Just let me see. What, what's he doing? What's he doing? What's he doing? No, no, go over here. This, this. No. He's just doing exactly what I am what I want an NBA player to do. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And that's just where I have him judged right now because, like I said, I'm, I'm judging him a little bit differently um, than, uh, than everybody else might be. But, yeah, but I, I agree with everything that Mark said. Like, I thought he did a great job against Scotty Barnes these past two games as well. Uh, Scotty Barnes didn't have two good games. I mean, what do you have tonight? Five points, I believe. I think he had five points, like six rebounds and five assists in 30 minutes. Um, mm-hmm. I thought yep. Patrick Williams, as soon as Scotty Barnes was bringing the ball up the floor, Patrick Williams was right there in his face trying to guard him. Obviously, they they know each other. You know what I'm saying? They're pulling to play against each other, you know, and that brings it out of you too. And I like that, but it's just the fact that Pat was up for the challenge. Uh, of it and was in his face letting him know, like, yo, I'm here. This is what it's going to be all game long. I will tell you one thing that concerns me going forward is the way he's being called by the referees concerns me. Uh, He's getting into foul trouble early and often now in in these Mm -hmm. next few games, and it seems like he's averaging about four or five fouls. Had four more tonight. Okay, see, yeah, it it feels like he's averaging that, and it's like he's starting to get those kind of calls from referees where he's not getting the benefit of anything – they're looking at him, and they're like, oh, Patrick Williams, boom, we got to call this foul. Like, mm-hmm. It feels like that's he's getting that kind of reputation uh, among referees, and that's not good. You know what I mean? That's not a good thing for a guy who's trying to play the aggressive style of defense uh, that we want him to play and the guy we want to be that rebounder. So I'm, I'm keeping an eye on that. That's just something I'm looking at as the season goes along, uh, how he's being uh, called by the refs. But, but yeah, overall, the, he had a couple plays where he got the ball and – Everything was kind of out of whack, and he just said, well, I'm taking it. You know what I mean? I'm going. This is what's going to happen. I'm going to shoot this jumper right. regardless. I don't care about the analytics of it by, by stepping into the from the three-point line just a little bit just to take this jump shot. Yeah. I just know this is what's comfortable I mean, for me. He, he was 0 of 2 on, behind the three-point line tonight, but both threes he took, it looked like he took them confidently yeah. and comfortably within the flow of the offense. Yeah, yeah. Open shot, take the open shot. And I think that's mostly what we've been wanting to see from Pat. Yeah, like yeah. if it's open, see, shot, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it, it's just simple mathematics, Mark. Like you just wanted him to do those things. And then you could be like, okay, now let's let's work on – it's like you, when a kid's working on math early on. Yeah. You're like, okay, let's learn how to add. Let's learn how to subtract. Oh, you got that down? Okay, here's some times tables. Here's some long division. Here's some fraction. You work your way up to geometry and trigonometry and all those other things after that. So that's where you're kind of at uh, with Pat, man. Like I'm like, yeah, okay, addition, subtraction, I got it down now. What's 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 twelve times twelve? You know what I'm saying? Let's let's deal with that aspect of the game. Very good, Matthew. I'm proud of you. Um, but yeah, that's what we're asking. Uh, at least that's what I'm asking of, of Pat right now. But overall, yeah, very solid game. I thought definitely. And you made a really good point, Dave. Like the earlier in the season, one of the things that I was tracking and like focusing on, I almost wasn't what almost wasn't watching the game. I was just watching Pat, and I was just watching. All right, on this position, what are you doing? All right, you're just standing there. Okay, cool. Note down that play. Let's see what you do in the next offensive possession. Same thing. You're just chilling. 
But as the games have gone on over the last four to five games, like I haven't, I haven't had to do that. I haven't had to, right. need to think about that because one, he's not staying still in the corner. He's getting involved in pick and roll. If he's not in pick and roll, he's still moving and cutting. Like we saw Io and Pat connect on a really good dunk tonight, that LU play. Pat could have easily just chilled in the corner there like he's done previously, but yeah. he saw DeMar get uh, doubled. Io made the right read, brought it in from the three-point line, and, and Pat made the right cut. So like he's just doing those small things where I'm not even thinking about him chilling anymore because he's not. And like this, this is kind of all I wanted to see. Get on the glass, play hard, play good defense, and just find ways to impact on the offense. Even if you're right. not the one creating with the ball in hand, you can still be part of the action as Javante and Derek Jones Jr., Caruso, whoever it may be, has consistently proven that there are spaces for those type of plays, for those role guys to do things with the offense. And slowly but surely, Pat is getting more comfortable doing that. And that's positive. But like I said before, the fact that he's actually been, you know, there's been some adversity in against the Raptors the last couple of games, and he's come back with, with that, not necessarily come back and, you know, put up a 30-piece like Zach did, but at least came back and shown that I could play a role. Like, that is encouraging. So... I can't complain, even though uh, I like I know I like a lot of people like to brand me as the Pat hater. He's been he's been reasonable and solid these last four or five games to the point where I can sit sit back and shut up and just say, yeah, you're doing what I want, which is nice. Yeah, no, but I, I did uh, make note of it in your Twitter feed, Mark, that uh, you're now apparently the official uh, Pat apologist of Bulls Nation, <laughs> which is interesting uh, that you are that and also yeah. somehow the biggest Pat hater in Bulls Nation. It's impressive. Well, I mean, whenever you get a Bears fan talking to you about basketball, they're, they're generally going to say some silly things. So, um, yeah, <laughs> apparently, according to Bears fans who happen to be Bulls fans, I am a Pat oh, no. According to some Pat, uh, Bulls fans, I'm a Pat hater. But uh, maybe the truth is somewhere in the middle. Well, if you, I mean, if, if you've witnessed what our buddy Braggs is doing on a, uh, you know, on a basic Bear Sunday. Woo. But you know what? I like, who am I to talk? I am a meathead Bears fan slash diehard Bulls fan. I was I was losing my mind watching Justin Fields yesterday. It was the first thing you said to me when you walked in. It is. <laughs> it, was, it, is. it was Justin Fields. Dave. Yeah. I didn't Justin say Field. Dave, comma, hello. Right, no. <laughs> I gave Dave a hug. I said Dave. Justin Fields. Justin Fields. <laughs> exactly how he did it, yeah. Um, uh, good comment here uh, as we wrap up our Pat talk from Scott, who said, it's just Pat making plays where you see him use his size is a nice change of pace. Oh, great That point. one rebound. Yeah. The lob finish he had that you just brought up there, Mark. Yeah. It's really uh, Pat starting to throw that size around this year, which is, again, something that seems like a simple ask, but maybe something that we need to pull and coax out of Pat a little bit more. Like, dude, you're big. You to learn. There are certain guys on yeah. an NBA floor who you can and should dominate physically. Ferdinand the Bull, man. That's, that's really what it is. And, and on those alley-oops, he should have one of those alley-oops a game. Honestly, yeah. you should have mm -hmm. at least one of those a game, man. That should, that's like, one play that should when be When it there. was Pat making a baseline cut for – because, you know, I just saw Ayo make the pass, and I saw some flash coming right. and a dunk, and then I saw 44, and I was like, oh, my God, that was Pat. <laughs> it, I, it shouldn't shock me <laughs> to see Ayo and Pat successfully complete an alley-oop lob pass. Like, Agreed. But it was shocking. It was shocking, yeah. Yeah, I feel you on that, but – it's going to get to a point where it's just normal. And, and that's what I'm waiting for, Mark. Like, I'm just like, yeah, it's a normal game for Pat to, to be this good. You know what I'm saying? To be this dominant out there and cleaning up the glass and, you know, and doing those and being physical uh, with the opponent. You know what I mean? Snatching those key rebounds. He had a great rebound, man. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just talking about a defensive, not the offensive one, but he had some great Pat defensive rebounds where you just, he reminds you 
how athletic he is, you know, and I love when he does that. And he's starting to do that more because it's like he was holding that back in the reserves or something. It was like, oh, no, I can do this every game. Yeah, you can. it's right. okay. It's all right. Do it every single game, man. So, yeah, he's just getting better every game, and it's just it's just good to see. It's just good to see. It's like you just realized what the, the power in power forward actually means. Like, <laughs> dude, you are this absolute massive unit. If I, I would kill to be how massive you were at 21. <laughs> Why do I have to be the one telling you, go and kill people? You're huge. You're massive. You just go and flog people. Like you're, uh, It's frustrating in that sense that he, he's always the last to realize how good he is, how strong he is, all these things he can do. But I, I guess if he slowly gets there to the point where he slowly realizes, well, actually, I am six foot seven, six foot eight. I'm two thirty. Right. I'm built like an absolute brick house. Right. I can truck all of you guys. Like if he's slowly going to get to that point where it just becomes normal, then cool. If it's something that he needs to be reminded about, then that's problematic. But hopefully, it's not because it's over the last four or five games, it's it's been more in that innate in that sense. So maybe he is learning that he's an absolute, you know, built like a brick shit house, and and hopefully, uh, hopefully that's just the norm going forward. Yeah. Uh, do you do you want to give out Goon of the Night before we say farewell to Mark? Mark, yeah, Mark should stay around. For I this. feel like Mark never needs around to be Goon around for Goon of the Night. Yeah, we usually do it in our last night. segment when Will's here. He should be around there. Joe, you got my Goon of the Night graphic, sir. Can I get that, please? Get my Goon of the Night. So, Matt, uh, I'll start with you, sir. Who who do you feel? Should I wait for, I'm going to wait for Joey to give me that. Ah, oh, mm. there, there it is. Go. There, there we go. go. Yeah, it feels good. Just, All right, Matt. Just, just a menacing man holding a baseball bat. That's it. Um, who is your goon of the night, Matthew? Uh, has to be Tony Bradley, right? Oh. Got in there in garbage time. I think he played about 30, 35 seconds. 13 seconds. <laughs> Don't, and you know what? Oh. Tony Bradley grabbed me a board. Tony Bradley, <laughs> goon of the night. There you go, Tony. Way to make the most of that 35 seconds of junk time. Oh, my God. That's my dude. My God. Mark <laughs> That is For the record, that is not my dude. <laughs> <laughs> Who you got, Mark? Who you got, man? Oh, man. I would say Javante, but I would probably say Javante every single time. So I don't know if that's <laughs> But I, I just thought of like, I guess like, again, I'm interpreting Goon of the Night to be my own thing. Like the way I'm interpreting Goon of the Night is maybe very different to the way you interpret it, Dave. But okay. I just like what Javante did on the on the glass. I like the way he consistently just hits the glass, consistently playing like a maniac. That, that to me is... is typical goon behavior so i would have picked javante but i'm not sure if you're going a different direction i have i i, I like both of those picks well i like one of those picks mark k <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, my goon of the night is going to somebody who i honestly didn't think i'd ever give this to and it feels good that i'm gonna give this to him my goon tonight is io desumu wow and the reason it's io desumu is because you saw him getting in the jersey of Fred Van Fleet yes. this game, and those guys were jawing at each other and going at it. And Io was not backing down at all. He was more like, "Bring it on! You, mm -hmm. This is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do." They there was a, there was something going on there mm -hmm. between them two guys. There was some jawing and things happening. Usually, don't see that from Io. He even like contested a after the whistle, Correct. just casual toss towards the hoop. He sure did because he was that level of pissed yep. off. He was like, "Nope, you ain't getting that either." <laughs> and then after it was one play where he went to the bucket and scored on a layup, and immediately got in the chest of Van Fleet before the ball was even inbounded. 
And those guys started jawing and talking and things like that. And I was like, oh, I enjoyed seeing that so much. I was proud of Io to do that, man. That city of the shot came out of him tonight, baby. And I loved it. And it was really awesome. So for me, goon of the night, Io DeSumo. I loved it. Good pick. That's, that's a good really pick. good one. You know, we, we haven't really talked about Io, but shouts to Io. So after that benching in early in that first quarter, he came out and played really well. And maybe yeah. that was part of it. Maybe he wanted to show Billy something then in that instance. That, okay, I wasn't playing good in my first stint, but I'm going to come out and I'm going to hustle my ass off. And that, he did that. He had a really productive game in that sense. So, yeah, good pick, Dave. That's a great point. That's a great point, Mark K. Uh, because you're right. Like, Io isn't the guy like Pat where it might take him a few games after you bench him to mm-hmm. do something like yeah, that. No, he's, he's immediate. Yeah, he's immediate yeah. in that. Like, oh, wait, what? Oh, okay, bet. You want me to do what, coach? All right, fine. Punching him in the chest. As soon as I get out there, this is what's gonna happen. Yeah. No, he did it. He did a great job. And he and I I just love the fearlessness he plays with. Uh anytime, even if it's a big shot, you know what I'm saying? Right. Something on the line. Io, he does not mind taking it, man. And yeah, he was great to watch. What, 12 points, four rebounds, couple of assists, uh, what shot seven threes, which which lets you know he had two of them. Mm-hmm. But it's just the fact that he took seven, like, yep. I'm shooting these. This is what's going to happen. <laughs> and, yeah, I, I like that kind of thing about Io, man. So, yeah, he, he was gooned up for me. Love it. Uh, Mark, thank you so much for joining us on Post Game, man. Appreciate it, as always. Uh, make sure you're following Mark on Twitter if you aren't already. Bulls Nation at MK Hoops. Don't it. hold it against him that he went vegetarian. Quinoa. <laughs> uh, enjoy the rest of mm. your dinner. Lunch. Lunch, mm. probably. Look at it, Matt. Yeah, no, I don't oh. need to look at that. I might yes. still want a little, like, you know, late, late night dinner. And mm. I don't want that spoiling my appetite. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody uh, say thank you and farewell to our guy, Mark. Mark, we'll talk to you next time, buddy. Peace out, bro. Appreciate you. See you guys. Yes, sir. All righty. A uh, little bit of time left. Hopefully, we'll get a call from our guy, Will the Goat, in just a minute. While we're waiting for Will, mm-hmm. we uh, have some more sponsors to thank. And that's what we got. Including oh. one of our newest sponsors here at CHGO. It's ComEd, people. Lighting. Those friendly people who bring you your energy and yes. lighting. The ComEd Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities we serve manage energy usage and lower energy bills. Word. Now, and into the future. <laughs> ComEd offers a wide array of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across their territory. Mm. Customers can inquire about all different kinds of things, how to upgrade outdated lighting to energy and money savings efficient LED lights, mm. learn more about network lighting to operate your lights through your mobile device, and track your facility's energy usage and more. Incentives have recently increased for indoor, outdoor lighting, and networked lighting controls, Mm. making these projects even more cost-effective than before. So here's what you do. Right now, you should visit comed.com slash poweringbiz, B-I-Z, right now to start saving money and energy. To start a project, you can contact them at 1-855-433-2700. That's 1-855-433-2700. For more information, email them businessee at comed.com or publicsectoree at comed.com. And one more time, comed.com slash powering a biz. Power. Save money and energy. Save it. Two things that is you should always be trying to save. You should always be trying to save that, man. Energy. Money. Energy and money. It's funny you bring up those two things. Why is that? Because the sun is energy. Mm-hmm. All right? Yes, it is. But Biggest a, source of energy in, in our solar in, system. Ever out there. 
And there's a company that could not understand why it was so expensive to protect your wonderful eyes from that energy source. Why does it cost so much? They didn't understand it. I didn't get it. Matt didn't get it. Joey ain't get it. Nobody got it. But you know who said that? Shady Rays. The Rays are shady. And they said, we sick of this. We're going to make something inexpensive and it's still going to be absolutely awesome. I just broke up. Hey, Shady Rays, the premium polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity, sustainable durability, and styles cater to everyone to fit every lifestyle a day. The best part about Shady Rays, they have the most insane protection program in all of eyewear, the matte pack, lost, and broken replacements. That means if you break those glasses because you have two flu, ah, I'm angered, toss. <laughs> a lot of that. It me. <laughs> if that is you, this program is for you, y'all. Because if you break them, no problem. They got you. Brand new pair, they will send it right to you. No questions asked, y'all. They got you covered. Shady Ray's customers seem to agree with how awesome they are. Let me think about how much. 200,000 five-star reviews, y'all. Isn't this a wonderful thing? And also, Shady Rays also provides 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order placed and have donated over 20 million meals to date. That is just amazing and awesome. So here's a nice offer for y'all also. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is running their deepest deal of the season. Mm. Use that code CHGO for 50% off two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. That's a buy one, get one free. What they call that, Matt Peck? Bogo. That is a bogo for the low, low, a 54-4, a show, yo. Redeem only at ShadyRays.com, where you can find all the newest and best shades. The shades, the rays, because the rays are shades. <laughs> I like Joey just laughing over here while he's doing 30 things. Okay. Uh, that's that's <laughs> probably my favorite line in any ad read right. these days. Uh, in, uh, in response to our guy, Mark, showing off his, his lunch mm-hmm. in the camera, Sergio in the comments said, why is he eating maggots? <laughs> Thank you, Sergio. I thought it looked like very maggoty as well. <laughs> maggoty. Oh. There it is. Y'all know what that sound means. You know what it is. It's time for the Quaff Goat. Quaff. Check it in from the UC. Swoop. Will, uh, first things first, you are at the UC working this game tonight. Hello. Hi. You look beautiful as always. You were also in the same building as Joakim Noah tonight. Does that make you feel all kinds of warm and fuzzy inside? It made me feel all types of warm and fuzzy inside. Uh, I wanted to... I wanted to allow you to live vicariously through me, so I really tried to save for the moment for you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, another night, lots more double teams, lots more Nick Nurse defense. Lots of double teams. Uh, <laughs> the Bulls did still struggle with some uh, sort of unforced and ugly turnovers tonight. Thankfully, I think the majority of them came late in the game when they kind of had that right. cushion that they could get away with some of those. Earlier on in the game, I think they did a much better job than they did last night as we were discussing before you join us, passing out of those double teams and just keeping the ball moving and keeping guys moving off the ball to allow them to pass out of those doubles and traps from DeMar. Any, any specific comments from Billy Donovan after tonight's game about how they maybe adjusted to that better tonight than they did yesterday? 
So the thing that really stood out to me was, you know, DeMar had nine points. I think he had like six shots. Yeah. And you don't really think about a guy who had that, who put up those numbers as being like the center of everything. And Billy, I want to read you guys this quote because it was awesome. Um, he basically just came out and said like, you guys don't understand how this was just like the epitome of DeMar DeRozan and his desire to win games. So let me read you this quote. I thought DeMar, when he got trapped, was unbelievable. Here's a guy that's a 30-point scorer in this league, and to me, it was a perfect indication of what he's all about, and it's winning. Here's what the game dictates. Here's what I have to do, and this is how I have to help my teammates. And I've always said, great players make people around them better, and he made everyone around him better tonight. Just his level of sacrifice in terms of not forcing anything, didn't even care about shooting. We put the ball in his hands in the middle of the floor. We knew they were going to trap him. We spread him out and just let him make play, make plays, and our guys did a good job from there. So I thought that was really important praise for DeMar, who, like I said, only scored nine points, but he was the engine that made this whole thing work. And what I loved about this performance from the team in general was it really felt like they made the right adjustments. They kind of figured out what the Raptors were doing and how to beat it. And, I mean, that's that's as, mo- as much as you can ask for against any good team in the NBA is force them to, like, you either – you know, they beat you and you have to make adjustments or uh, you put the pressure on them. And I thought they did a really good job of taking advantage of all the weaknesses in a defense that, you know, they're they're going all out like that. They're going to have weaknesses. They're going to have weak spots. And the Bulls just took advantage. I thought that was a really well-coached game. Mm. I thought DeMar played and facilitated really well. And obviously, Zach, I mean, 30 points, he looked fantastic. Absolutely. Uh, well, if if DeMar was the engine, then Zach was definitely the wheels that was keeping this thing on the road and going. Uh, had a 30-point night. Uh, I thought that he looked more like himself than I've seen him in, in any game. Like, it just seemed like he wasn't uh, thinking out there. He was more so reacting uh, and going strong to the bucket and not doing that drag step, like just actually going strong. Uh, what, did, what, did, what did you take away from Zach's game tonight? Yeah, uh, really probably his best game. I thought uh, he attacked the basket, as you said, uh, without fear. He, he did have one sort of flat tire where he – just kind of missed a layup, but he was like seeking out contact in a way that he hasn't done since last year. Um, And, and one of the things that Billy and Zach both mentioned was just like the, the pressure that DeMar was getting allowed Zach to attack closeouts and play, you know, against a shifting defense and attack a team that had, you know, fewer numbers on the back line. So I thought Zach really benefited. And then, I mean, he just showed you what he can do as a, as a shooter and, and a catch and shoot guy where he had, four of eight threes and just, I mean, like that's exactly why you pay a guy like that to be your, you know, one B scoring option because he will be able to take advantage. And uh, for, for him to obviously, I mean, he's not, they, uh, they had that fast break and I threw him a lob and it wasn't the best pass in the world, but like you're kind of accustomed to Zach going up and catching that and throwing it down. Uh, but he just, he didn't have that. And so to be able to score 30, to be able to put pressure on the rim anyway, that was a huge step in the right direction for Zach, who, you know, we've been a little bit worried about. And, you know, the Bulls have a stretch here without any more back-to-backs, I think, for over a month uh, mm. until December 10th and 11th. So we should mm. – this, this mm. should be a good mm. opportunity for Zach to really build up his endurance, uh, hopefully get his knee in the right mm. uh, shape and just, like, get back into full basketball form. That's a great point. Um, any, any mention uh, or question did anybody ask Billy – 
I know Bulls fans were excited to see Dalen get some his first real run of the season yesterday. Still no Kobe and still no Drummond today, so still shorthanded as far as the rotation. But you saw more minutes from Dragic. You saw a bunch of bench minutes from Caruso, as you would expect. No Dalen tonight. And any any thoughts on that uh, from from you, or or was it talked about post game? Not talked about post game, but I think to me it was just like Zach returning to the lineup. I mean, they were really shorthanded last game, and I thought Dalen defended really well last night, as we talked about. I thought he, you know, had probably his best performance, definitely his best performance. So. Uh, I like what we saw from him, but I think that was like a break in case of emergency type of situation where you're missing Drummond, you're missing Kobe, you're missing Lonzo, you're missing Zach. You got to find somebody to eat some minutes. And with Zach back tonight, it just wasn't necessary. So, uh, you know, that's, but it's a good sign for, for Dylan to start cutting into like rotation minutes, right? Like you're not just seeing him at the end of blowout games for him to get in and play some meaningful minutes against a team that's like really putting pressure on you. I thought that was a really, really positive step for Dylan. Uh, well, my, my goon of the night was Ayo DeSumo. Um, I just liked how he really played on Van Fleet uh, this evening. It seemed like those guys were going at it. Uh, since you, I'm only asking since you were there. Did, did you notice that uh, up close? Did you see anything like that while you were watching the game from them too? Yeah, I think I mentioned this last night. The way that Ayo stays locked to the ball handler's hip going over screens is really impressive. Um, I thought – you know, he did as good a job as you can do against Van Vliet, who I still think scored like 25 or more. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, that guy is so shifty. He's so quick. His step back is so clean. The release is low and quick, but, like, he just he gets it off from any distance. And then he's really good at attacking the basket and finishing these sort of circus shot layups. So he is just a handful. And, you know, I has a length on him. But I thought he did a really good job moving his feet and just containing and keeping him in front. Bulls were doing a little bit more switching tonight than they typically do. Um, you saw Vooch get uh, switched onto Van Vliet there in the fourth quarter on like two or three straight possessions. Obviously not ideal, but I thought, you know, the, the Raptors were obviously seeking that out because of the job that Iowa was doing on him. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was a great defensive player. I think he um, is like one of the, the better on-ball point of attack defenders that the Bulls have and just in general in the, in the NBA. He's really, really solid at that. And yeah, I mean, it's like another step for him is is just becoming that lockdown point of attack guy that Caruso is, that Lonzo is, and that'll sort of elevate his game another level. Will, uh, we appreciate you popping in to post game briefly to offer us your thoughts. Um, you're going to be joining us on our pod for our off day show tomorrow, yes? Yes, sir. We will talk to you then. Everybody, make sure you're following Will on the Twitter machine. Will underscore Gottlieb. Hashtag bring back won't got leap. Um, and make sure you're reading his thoughts from tonight's Bulls victory over the Raptors. Check it out on our website, allchgo.com. Will, have a lovely night. Get home safe. And we will talk to you tomorrow. See you, Red. Be good. Oh, that's my guy. Nice. Will Gottlieb, ladies and gents. Let me let me go to uh, is his name Geo? I think Geo. He's Sarah. the one. He's one of the regulars. What's he up, Geo? He says, uh, "Is that beer Dave is drinking? Mm-mm. It is not, my friend. This, sir, is liquid death. In other words, water, water, water." One of our new sponsors here. Yes, one of our new sponsors here right here, man. Delicious, delicious water. Delicious, delicious water. I highly recommend some liquid death. As Joey says, I drink them at an alarming rate. I know. I wish Will was still here, so I could have thrown that to him. That's his favorite line. I I put down three tonight. You proud of me? 
three of them begrudgingly. <laughs> no, well, you know, actually, you know, they they were enjoyable. Um, I just, you know, it's weird. It was weird for me to crack an aluminum can. Yes. And not, did not have beer. alcohol in it. Yes, okay. That's fair. It's very unsettling to me, like, right out of the gate. That's very fair. But then I figured, my brain figured it out, and I was like, oh, this is just very delicious, refreshing water. Yeah, when you pick it up and you hold it, and your your brain hurts, it was like, oh, yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> We're getting it started on a Monday. Let's go. True, yeah. Wait, what the hell is this? What is happening here? <laughs> so, yeah, high quality H2O, okay? That's, you're absolutely right. I highly recommend yes, liquid death, and though, guys. Didee. This, this man awesome loves stuff. being hydrated. This is all awesome, the time. Awesome stuff. Murder your thirst. Murder your thirst. Damn it. Such an aggressively awesome tagline. Hey, can I give some love real quick to Alex Caruso? Sure can. Also, man, uh, I thought that he had a great comeback game after yesterday. Um, his stats weren't even as gaudy as far as the 11 assists and the, uh, 11 rebounds he had. And I think, believe he had the same amount of points. He probably had like four or five points, if I'm not mistaken. Only here, I think he had five, it. five, and six tonight. Four, six, and five. There, okay, there you go. Yeah, but it was the way he played—the two steals and the two blocks—that uh, he had, and he was under control more so this game than than I saw his last one. And again, a lot is because Zach is back. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It makes mm -hmm. everything a little bit easier. But I like how he played. I just really like how he played. And his three pointer that he shot, cash. It was cash when he put that joint in, and I was like, "Thank you, Alex Caruso." What what was that? That's the Caruso shot. Remember, we covered that the other day. Oh, this yeah. is the okay. Caruso form. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> we'll roll with that. We'll roll with that. But, yeah, man, I just wanted to give him slove on that, man. I thought, I thought he did a, did a solid job uh, today, and he kind of was in his role mm -hmm. kind of situation today, man. Not, yeah, and I just enjoy how he played, taking the ball away, making it harder on the defenders out there, man. So, yeah, good job by Alex Caruso. Uh, yes, indeed. A solid game for me. Also, just timely plays, loose balls, go figure. Yes. That's what Alex does. He made it like a couple of big key plays when the Bulls were protecting a lead right. that was shrinking late in that game. Him and Derrick Jones Jr., too. Mm -hmm. Big game for him. 12 points off the being 13 minutes for Derrick Jones Jr., man. Good Damn stuff. right. Uh, number 17 asking, is that J uh, Jordan on that shirt? Do you mean my hoodie right here? Because, yes, it is. Yeah. You see him wearing his Shady Rays? See those? Shady. Also, in case you can't read that, it says, greatest of all time. It does. It does. Joey, who's on my shirt? I can't see. It's blocked by the mic. Oh, there it is right there. Uh, I don't know. The G oh. stands for Come on, Joey. not gets. Joey, it's so easy. Come I don't on. know. You do know. Uh, I, you absolutely I just know. started to say it. The G stands for not gets. You absolutely know this answer. I know it because we went over this <laughs> before when, I, when we had it. Matt is bad. Ma uh, is it Marvin Gay? <laughs> Big Dave's favorite artist? See, I'm just going to start defaulting to that guess. I gave him an easy. I thought this was an easy it one. It was. was it like, was. You're right. No, you're right. Yeah. That one's that on me. Simple, I know that about you. I know that's your, number, right, one, that's your number one guy. All right. We'll try again later. I'll make sure it's harder now. Oh. Yeah, if you're, it's your first time watching, I'm young and I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Last comment of the night, Love Dave. Are you referring to this this guy right here? Is that your username on YouTube, Love Dave? Love Dave. Uh, <laughs> we've been over this before. He's been here before. It's, oh. a, it's a different Dave. Okay, it's a different cool. Dave, but That's fine. Name. But also, yeah. everyone loves this one. Uh, hot take, Io will be a better basketball player at the end of his career than Jimmy Butler. That is a flaming hot <laughs> oh take. Oh, my God. Dude, wow. that, that gets a wow, are you serious hat, bro. Wow. That's – I mean, I'm not mad. I'm, I'm not, not even – I'm not even mad. That's amazing. He just wanted to throw a hat. That, uh, that, that take is hot. 
That is a, that is a hot take, sir. That's I'm wondering how he even came up with that. They don't play remotely the same position, really. Well, I don't know. It's interesting. Wait, maybe, they didn't play the Heat was, tonight, you know? Yeah. Maybe he was watching Jimmy Buckets and the Heat lose Take to the air. Blazers tonight. Three-point shot at the yeah. end. Yeah. I love that. Come that's, on, Portland. That's a that's a double victory for the Bulls. Come that, on, that's Portland. That's a Heat L, yep. and that's give me that draft pick, Portland. Feeling good about Get it. Get your way to the playoffs. We believe in you. Yes. We always believe in you. Mm-hmm. You're the one. <laughs> uh, let's get out of here uh, Bulls are off tomorrow okay. We will have a remote show Live tomorrow remote afternoon 2.30 central time Yes uh, We're going to be joined by a guest Very special one I don't know Joey I guess you'll have to tune in and find out Yes uh, Although if some of you used to watch our show on our old platform It's a recurring guest Recurring guest I think uh, Bulls fans enjoy That you guys like Bulls fan himself He's known a little bit. He's known a little bit around people these like, parts. People seem to like him. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So join us for that. We will have uh, a fun guest on tomorrow's show. Yeah. Podcast for y'all at 2.30. Yeah. Um, and then Bulls back in action Wednesday against mm. the Pels. Against the Pels. Against the Pels. We will be here for a pre- and post-team for that. Tough game. But we'll see you tomorrow. Yes. 2.30. CSGO Bulls podcast live on YouTube. Uh, in the meantime, hit us up on Twitter. Bulls underscore Peck, Bow, BWL Sports, Bow. Will, the GOAT is at Will underscore Gottlieb. Our guy, Mark, is at MK Hoops. Mm. Joey is at Joey Spathis. We are CHJO underscore the blue Bulls. Check. Uh, we will talk to you tomorrow. Until then, <laughs> thanks, y'all, for hanging out. As always, hit that thumb before you head out of here for the night. Uh, yes. Appreciate you. See you, Red, be good. Bulls win. <laughs>